0: I don't know, I might bust the bubble. (laughs) Well, I just want to thank Pastor Timothy and Glenda for inviting us and the leadership. And um, we are grateful to be here. It's been exciting to see what God is doing in Reading. We have driven by Reading many times. And we have quite a few friends live here. And some of them have been coming to the meeting. So... We welcome you, and it's nice to see your faces after a long time. So this morning, I just let's just pray for a minute before we start. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for your presence. Jesus, we thank you for your visitation. Thank you for visiting, visiting us this week and last night and touching your people and Lord we thank you for who you are for what you are doing in this hour Holy Spirit we thank you for your presence we thank you that you intercede for us day and night and lead us and guide us into all truth so Lord as we share from your word this morning I pray that you will open the eyes of your children. Ears to a next level. Greater level. And heart to comprehend your word. Lord God. Because we all need the truth of your word. We all need Lord God what you have. We do not want to be deceived. We don't want to miss anything. And we don't want to be left behind. So I pray that you will burst forth and open this place with your presence in a greater level with clarity Lord with clarity with breakthroughs in areas that is needed everybody that is present here and Lord we take authority over anything that is not of God will not speak or manifest in this place and Father we thank you for clear communication this morning Lord, we love you. And Father, I pray for every need in this room. Lord, if there is any discomfort in physical bodies, I release the healing of heaven. I speak healing in hearts. Every area of their lives this morning, Father. That your people will be in peace and receive from your spirit that nothing will hinder. And we thank you, Lord God, for healings, for breakthroughs. In Jesus' name thank you lord and lord touch the children on a greater level too lord bless them there are many children around the world that are seeing that are, their eyes and ears are open to heaven lord i pray that you will bless the children in this place that they will see you they will know you father god god their hearts There is are so much coming towards them in this hour That you will guard their hearts and keep them and protect them, Lord. That you will show them good and evil all the days of their lives. They will know which way to go. Father, we thank you that your boldness will come into them. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for a 100% result in this place. We thank you, Lord. Minister to us this morning. We love you, Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I just want to share quickly something that really touched my heart last night. You know, the Lord is so merciful. And He is so personable. And He is so caring. And He is so loving. That He touches us. The place we are in our lives. Yesterday a lady shared with my husband that when she came through here. That she had been believing God For 20 years. To dance with him. So when she came up. The Lord said let's dance. And I saw her. Stroll around and go. And that was her. Isn't that so sweet. How God does that. It just blessed my heart. That's our father. That's how much he loves us. And uh, one of the other testimonies. That I want to share with you. That is one of my favorites is um, one of the brothers who ministers with us in the schools his name is Michael Van Vleiman and he shares this testimony every time he shares this testimony it just you just want to be a puddle on the floor he said that one time the Lord took him to a nursing home and he went into this room of this person and the Lord said to him that there is a la- the lady who stays in this room this, uh, her husband had given her this clock so it very, it's very precious to her I believe he's passed away and gone now so she carried that clock to the nursing home and she had it sitting on her end table but the attendant who would come and serve her took a piece out and hid it in a life picture just to torment her knowing that how much she loves that clock and that's what the Lord told him he translated him and told him this is what's happening here I want you this is where the little piece is take it out and put it back in the clock this uh, brother Michael is a person who fixed things machines and stuff and then he put it back and then the Lord said look at that picture that's them on the dresser that was the whole purpose of God translating him to this nursing home Isn't that something? That how God cares about little things. We might think it's a little thing, right? But to God, no. His children are so precious to Him. He loves them so much that He will send a person, translate a person in this woman's room to fix that clock that meant so much to her. Isn't that something? That's how wonderful our Father is. So, if we are here this weekend, and we are learning from the Lord, we are learning about the supernatural, we want to move into these new things. Some of us have already stepped into it, but we want greater clarity. The Bible says that if an earthly father can give good gifts to their child, if a child comes and asks for a bread, he's not going to give him a stone. So I want to assure you today, that if we are here with a heart of, Expectancy and asking. He is going to bring that breakthrough. He's going to open your eyes to a greater measure. He's going to open your ears so you can hear the things of the Spirit. There is nobody who's unworthy. He is going to expand the capacity of your heart to be able to understand the things of the Spirit that you haven't understood before. Because if you look, the Bible is full of supernatural, right? Yes. So it is possible. So just receive from him. He is a Father who will not let you down. So there is something that is very dear and near to my heart that the Lord has shown me for past nine years, but He really is released me to speak about it last year concerning the supernatural. And actually it is a word of caution. And uh, he said to me that I want my people to be able to discern good and evil. And be able to discern the spirits in this hour. Because as we travel around the world, we see a lot of things around the world in churches. But people of God are not able to Uh, discern correctly they jump into something with both feet without even asking the Lord if it is from the Lord or not and then they get deceived because the Bible also says that the uh, enemy can also come as an angel of light they are deceiving spirits all over the place men and women of God that call themselves men and women they have wrong spirits They go around deceiving people all the time. But people of God in churches. They never ask. If there is a manifestation. If there is somebody up here. And teaching about certain supernatural things. They never stop and ask. God show me if this is from you. So. I want to start with telling you. Some of the testimonies that we have seen around the world and also in our lives and what the Lord has been showing me so this is very new God just gave me this message Uh, last year as we were going to Philippines to talk on the same subject but it was a week a school very intense from nine to nine and uh, I wasn't planning to share about anything but whatever the need is I will just jump in but my husband turned around and said to me I want you to prepare yourself because you are going to be speaking on this trip. And I said, oh, I didn't pay attention to him. And I said, oh, it's just Bruce speaking, you know. But when I got to Philippines, the Lord told me, like spoke to my heart and said that I want you to speak on this. And I'm like, oh, no, the school is starting in a couple of days. And I, how I, I have no materials. I haven't written any notes down. I don't have any books that I can look at to get some ideas. So I said, okay, God, here's my Bible, and here am I. You will have to totally give it to me. And then He did. And it was so awesome what God showed me. So I want to share that with you. You know, uh, the word discern means to perceive or recognize, to, to judge, to dis- distinguish, and evaluate. And Bible dictionary says in relation to discerning what is right having a capacity for moral judgment we can go on that for a, a week moral judgment there is none left anymore around us discernment means to test to prove try examine scrutinize to put to the proof to approve after trial to judge worthy To decide upon after examination to distinguish or discern. So God started talking to me about discernment nine years ago. How important it is in this hour that we are to cry out for discernment. Because there is one thing that I pray for in my life every day. I do not want to be deceived. And I believe you don't either. For past 5-6 years. Everybody has been talking about supernatural. It has become a catchphrase. In Christian circles. There are many stories or books written about visitations of heaven. Seeing angels. Communicating with them as well as seeing the Old Testament patriarchs. And communicating with them. Seeing Jesus. How many of you heard of these stories? How many of you heard? Everybody talks about supernatural now. Everybody talks about going to heaven and seeing this and seeing that. As we travel the world, we get to see Christendom on a larger scale, which showed showed us the glaring need for discernment in the lives of God's people. We are cautioned to discern in this hour because the enemy can and does come as an angel of light to deceive us. one of the stories I want to share with you we were in Malaysia and we were ministering in this church and we went there and something was really not right and there was just this sense and everybody was talking about manifestations of gemstones and this and that and the other I believe in that God can do anything I'm not saying that I don't believe in the manifestations uh, of these things But what I'm saying is that sometimes people are so focused on the manifestations of feathers or gold dust or gemstones that they totally forget about the Lord. Some meetings you go to, they are focused, they are looking. There is no talk about Jesus. There is no talk about the blood. No talk about the Holy Spirit. All they are focused on is the manifestations. So we went to this place. We know these people. We've been there many times before. And something has changed. Their focus was on the manifestations. So we had this great time in the church. As my husband uh, stood up to speak. He said. I apply the blood of Jesus in this room. And I pray. That any manifestation. That is not of the Lord. Will not manifest itself in this room inside the closed doors of this church. So he we went on and had a great time. And then after the church was over, they opened the door and the whole outside foyer of the church was covered with dust of uh, silver. Silver dust, pieces of silver. And people just went crazy. And all of a sudden he ran into the church office, got a tape. Went outside and started picking this up. And they just totally forgot what was said. So you tell me. And one person came into the church and had in her hand some. And I said, can I see it? And she said, no, it's mine. And I'm like, that's there. Tells you the spirit behind it. They totally missed it. It went over their head. There are many people. I am telling you. In the Christians. That do not discern. I believe. We believe. That was not from the Lord. Because he said. Anything that is not of God. Will not manifest itself. In this building. So. Discernment is very very important. We got to cry out for discernment. And also. I want you to know this. Discernment. Is not. A judgment or gossip. We have to be very careful. There is a fine line. Just because we are discerning something. That does not mean. That it is for judgment's sake. Maybe it is what you are discerning. You know from the scriptures. It is not from the Lord. There is some kind of error. And it is also not for gossip. So you don't go around telling everybody. Did you see this or see that. And cut people down whenever the lord entrusts you with something like knowledge of showing you something that is happening is not god your first thing should be what are you saying lord why are you showing me this he's entrusting to you something so we have to take care of that with wisdom because you are his children So you ask the Lord. Maybe he wants you to pray about it. Maybe he wants you to uh, go and speak to the leadership. Or in many cases in my life. Whenever I'm discerning something. I'm not sure about it. You just feel that you can't put a finger on it. But there is something not right. I just don't go doing ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Or putting people down. I go to my husband and I say. I don't know. I just have this feeling. That something is not right. And, he will, and we will talk about it. And he will say to me. Go with that. Let's just pray. And ask the Lord what's happening. So I want to give you caution there. Discernment is not for judgment or, co- or gossip. So uh, just a little bit about myself. I was born and raised in Fiji Islands. My background comes from India. Uh, my gr- grandfather was from India. And uh, my family were very strong Hindu believers. If you know anything about Hindu believers, they worship millions of gods. They worship idols. They, worship, they make idol out of anything and worship it. So my family, there there, was, there is nine boys and two girls. And I'm the youngest, I'm the 11th child. And uh, my family was very strong in all that. My grandmother was deeply into this witchcraft and calling spirit and reading palm and all kinds of things. We We used to, we grew up watching supernatural happening in the house. We saw the dark side. And we will see her change in front of us into this totally different person and manifest and invite spirits. These things are real and so for me it is not difficult to believe once we became christians about the supernatural things of god because we have already seen i already seen the dark side i know supernatural is real so if there is good there is evil right if there's you know so supernatural was something that we grew up with and so but it is so awesome to see what god has done in my family And he's setting many families around the world free. From so many things. So when I was just a baby, my father became very sick. And uh, he spent most of his time in the hospital. From the time I was three months old until I was about age to go to school, my father stayed in the hospital. Because there was a lot of witchcraft in the family. And and he had diabetes. And he used to be drunk 24-7. So my mom that time worship idols so she went to the temples and she went to the, uh, the witch doctors the priests, and basically trying to get some answer because my dad wasn't getting better at all with all the medication and medical world that time had to give and um, so they gave her all these steps to do and she did all them even to a point that there was nothing left in the world in the house, you know, she had to take all these things for sacrifice, and then they told her that she fast and pray for six months and do this, that, and the other, and sacrifice animals and walked on the fire. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah all those stuff. And uh, as she was doing all that, my father died in the middle of it. So she was very distraught she went to the temple and asked the priest and them what is going on and they didn't have any answers for her so they kind of just brushed her off and uh, and then she had to take my brothers out of school the elder brothers send them to uh, work and my brothers got into very bad company and started drinking and doing all kinds of things and my mother was very very uh, like she was searching she didn't know what to do with these boys she just had a little house and little land around it and all the money they were earning from work they were already wasting it on other stuff so of course the family was suffering and you know in every indian home they have a prayer room and this prayer room they have these idols that they worship so she will go in there and just pray and do all the rituals but then but she was searching and one day out of a heart this prayer came if there is any true God in this universe who can hear my prayers and help me please speak to me because all her life from the time she was a little girl for generations they have worshipped all these idols and nobody was helping her nobody was talking to her nobody was showing her the way he is a desperate mother of 11 children nothing Poor. not enough to eat just desperate and all of a sudden she had this vision in the middle of all these idols she saw this beautiful white horse and on this white horse was this beautiful figure that she had never seen before she you know all the indian idols if you have seen any they look pretty scary right yeah. right so she sees something that is so beautiful that she had never seen before and when she saw that This presence came over her. And she felt the peace and the rest for the first time in her life. So she liked how the presence, the way it made her feel. So she kept on praying and praying like that. But this presence did not say anything to her. But she liked how it felt. So one day, my cousin stops by just to see how auntie was doing and he comes in and says auntie how are you doing and she started telling him all these issues and the boys and not having enough and all this you know sad story and uh, there were real struggles and uh, my cousin said to her and said auntie I want to tell you something I'm so excited to tell you something he said my sister-in-law was diagnosed with some kind of disease and she was given only couple months to live So we heard about this Christian meeting in this church that this evangelist was coming and we took her there out of desperation to try and see what this Christian God could do for her they took her there and she was completely healed she was praying in the name of Jesus and she was completely healed and he said auntie uh, I want to tell you something I'm not asking you to become a Christian. I'm not asking you to come to church. See what had happened was. That one of my brother. Was working for a welding company. And as he was working there. He did not use safety. And his eyes burnt. So he became very sick. And his eyes were like blood red. And again my mom had gone to the temple. She had gone to the doctors. Nothing has helped. So he said auntie. I'm not asking you to become a Christian. I'm not asking you to come to church. But what I'm asking you to do is try Jesus. You know, you have worshipped all these other gods. And my mom thought in her mind that, well, I have all these pictures, all these statues. And I worship these gods. I'll just put a picture of Jesus there and worship it too. <laughs> but she had no clue what she was saying, right? You play in the muddy water and you get pulled in, right? (laughs) So she said, okay. He said, let me take your son and have him prayed for. And my mom agreed. So next week, my cousin came and took my brother to church. And he came home. Guess what? He was totally healed. Totally healed. And that was it for my family. My mom never looked back lot of supernatural things happen in the family and things started changing in the families the boys gave their heart to the lord my brothers and they started serving god and so that's what my background is so one thing i have noticed is this that in a lot of eastern cultures there is a lot of supernatural so people really believe the supernatural but in western world people are scared because what the Hollywood and what the world has done They have taken the tools of the Lord and they have twisted it and perverted it. And then whenever you talk about supernatural, people of God get nervous about it. They are like new age and this and that and the other. When the Bible, enemy has never created anything. He's just taken the truth of the word and he has twisted it. He kills, he destroys. That's his whole purpose. So... I am here to tell you that the supernatural is yours. God wants to use you in a supernatural way. But at the same time when God teaches us something in the scriptures. He shows us what to do, what not to do. How to protect yourself. Right? Right? The Bible says what to think on, what to not to think about. Same way. He also teaches in the Bible about discernment. The things to be careful of. So in this hour, everywhere you look, there is talks about supernatural. So how? We have to also learn to discern. Because whenever the glory of the Lord arises, the enemy does all kinds of things too, right? He deceives. He wants to um, distract people. So in book of Proverbs, chapter 2, verse 3 and 5, it says, Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find knowledge of God. Basically, cry out for discernment and God will give it to you. Proverbs fifteen twenty one says, Folly is a joy to him who is destitute of discernment. Think about that. But a man of understanding walks uprightly. Philippians 1 9 says, And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. To Too often when there is a supernatural manifestation in conferences or church meetings. We see people jumping in with both feet without asking the Lord if what they are witnessing is of him. I'm sure we all are guilty of it. A lot of times they believe a manifestation because of the man or the woman who is involved in it. Maybe someone they respect in ministry. Or they are well known. Or they may have appeared on Christian TV. Isn't that true? true. Yes. yes. I just want to bring it to a very simple level. This is very important. People are also so desperate. To connect with God. That they are willing to jump in without discernment. Or following Or not following the guidelines that the Lord has laid out in the scriptures. Because people are desperate. They want to connect. They want to know. They want to know what is this new thing that the Lord is doing. In their desperation. They have need in their lives. They are willing. To just jump in. But God has given us guidelines. In the scriptures we got to know these things. The bible says study to show yourself approve right. rightly dividing yeah. discernment is very important right now 1st Corinthians twelve ten says Paul is talking about to another the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another different kinds of tongues to another interpretation of tongues here Paul is talking about discernment in the normal church service this is where we come and learn and make mistakes and learn and then when we are out there so we don't make big mistakes and blunders so Paul is basically talking about discernment in the church so let's say in this setting there are a lot of things happening in the spirit people are speaking or let's say somebody starts manifesting somebody starts acting in a weird form or saying things the rest of us are we able to discern if it's from God or not we should be it's important But when you discern that, that doesn't mean you just start acting out of order. No. Under your breath, you can take authority. You don't have to be demonstrative. So that's what Paul is talking about. But if the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit lives in us, you know, there is this whole argument about only as the Spirit wills. But whenever, wherever you are, and you are working in the power of God, And the Holy Spirit is leading you and guiding you. Whatever gifts it needed. God will manifest through you. Don't be discouraged by people saying. Oh you can't have this or you can't have that. Come on. The Lord lives in you. His spirit lives within you. Whenever there is a need. He will use you. So it's okay. Maybe there is going to be a time. Somebody needs a word. God can use you. What of knowledge prophecy as simple as that gospel is very simple we have to keep it there don't let the reasoning of man keep you from God supernatural God Hebrews 5.14 says here we go but solid food belongs to those who are full of age that is those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil remember yesterday or day before yesterday my husband was talking about you cannot give a 2 year old loaded gun how long we have been Christians I believe it's the hour that we got to grow up otherwise we will be deceived we will be sadly disappointed we don't know what to do we have to cry out for God he wants us to be able to have solid food and be able to discern good and evil 1st king 3 9 says therefore here is Solomon right talking to the Lord therefore give to your servant an understanding heart to judge your people that I may discern between good and evil for he is able to judge these great people of yours we can see here Solomon's heart for his people God has called and God has raised Solomon up and he has entrusted Solomon with these people and Solomon humbles himself before the Lord and says God give me discernment many of us we have friends we have churches some of you may be leaders pastors you know my husband said once that he asked the Lord Lord what's treasure to you What's treasure to you? Because a lot of times we equate treasure to material things. And the Lord said to him, people. That's who is treasure to God. He wants us to be faithful for the sake of the people. To sanctify ourselves for the sake of the people. That's what Jesus said in John 17. That I have sanctified myself. Them, so who are we sanctifying ourselves for today? So that's what my heart is. I always cry out to God. I said, I said, Lord, give me your heart, give me your love, so I can serve your people like you do. Because sometimes people can really irritate you, right? <laughs> Isn't that true? So it has been said that 20% of the people in the church take 80% of pastor's time. (laughs) Same problem every week. They come, they ask for prayer and the pastor prays and the Lord gives him a word of knowledge. This is what you are supposed to do. They come back next week. But same thing is going on, pastor says. So did you do what the Lord said last week? No? Well, go home and do that first and then we'll go on from there. Right, My mother-in-law says, cry me a river, build a bridge, and get over it. <laughs> so, I just love her. She's so straightforward. She says it the way she sees it. <laughs> and uh, one time, this, uh, I'll tell her, one time this guy was just giving her a hard time. They were pastoring a church, my father-in-law and mother-in-law he was being very mouthy and asking her all these smart questions right and she had it she's like so the guy asked what kind of church do you have and she said a round one so the devil can corner us <laughs> so that shut him right off <laughs> this is brother Sadhu's favorite uh, stories about us he loves it <laughs> So if we just ask the Lord. He's going to give us that knowledge. He's going to show us. And he will give us understanding. Just like he gave to Solomon. Hebrews 4.12 says. For the word of God is living. And powerful. And sharper than any two edged sword. Piercing even to the division. Of the soul and spirit. The joints and the marrow. And is a discerner of thoughts. And intents of the heart. So when I teach this class i say to everybody this is my heart's desire that after the school is over that you will be so sharp when you leave here that you will be able to discern as you work this supernatural life out that's the desire of my heart that you will not be deceived that you will know what is going on in the spirit because that's where the lord is calling us because in this hour there are many people who are out there that need us we have to be prepared In many ways we have to be prepared. Because of your discernment. Because of you being there. You can save people in many ways. Your presence can make the whole difference. If you stood up and discerned and saw what the enemy was doing. And you took authority. You will not only protect yourself. Your family. Your children. Your churches. Your neighborhood. Your nation. Your countries. That's how important it is. 1 Corinthians 2.14 says. But the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them. Because they are spiritually discerned. The natural man. We see in this nation right now. And for quite a few years. It is so blatant. Right in your face good is evil evil is good how clear can it get the deception it is so clear right in your face but people of God are struggling to discern on, say if a very basic foundation of Christianity foundation things we are not able to discern I want to say this woe is us I'm just going to go out and say it. Because this is the truth. And I'm not afraid of the gospel. If God's people. Are confused about marriage. Basic. What has happened to us? The word love has been taken. And twisted. If we are confused about something basic like that. what well, is is us. You know I was reading this conversation online. About this particular issue. And everybody that commented. Everybody that talked, Everybody that wrote that article. Were Christians. They had just come out of amazing huge Bible college. In America well known. I was so shocked. I was so grieved in my spirit. I wanted to say something. But I couldn't because I couldn't comment on it because it was posted in a certain way I said Lord what is happening here it just broke my heart that all these students agreed with this article and I'm like wow and the Lord showed me I want to tell you something is the same deception same concept same idea in a different day in our time when the devil said to Eve and Adam, "Did God really say you are going to die?" Same thing on a different day. Did God really made a male and a female? Same thing, in a twisted way. I'll leave it there. There are many other things like that, but the, this is what the scripture says: They are people of the world; they cannot discern. Because things of God. Spiritual things are foolishness to them. But you. Can discern. Why? Because you should know. Better. Right? Spirit of God. Because they are spiritually discerned. They are spiritually discerned. There is no. You know what the Lord showed me? Young people today are bombarded with so much. It's amazing. From all directions. The inf- overload of information. I even said to my husband, I said, where I come from, we were so sheltered. I really don't like it because I know so much now. I don't care for it. It's dangerous to have so much information. It messes with your brain. I said I really don't like it. For the sake of the children. Lord Jesus come. What our children have to go through today. What they are taught. What is allowed. They cannot be innocent little children anymore. It breaks your heart. The teenagers. Young adults. They have to. Oh, Piles and piles of stuff. They have to sort through. It's my heart's desire, just like Elijah when he prayed for his servant, Lord, open this young man's eyes so he can can see who is for us. And God opened his eyes and he could see the armies of the Lord. That's my praise to you. That God will open your eyes so you will see good and evil. You will know good and evil. And be able to discern and make the decision. It will be so much easier to make the decision you know the, the enemy's army represented the strength of the world the most amazing weapons the highest were there to get one man of God but then when the Lord opened the eyes of the servant and the man of God when they saw what was from heaven changed everything the little guy was not afraid anymore that's what the cry of my heart is for the children today and for all of us, a lot of adults cannot see either. So there is lots going on, even in churches. You know, I want to just share a different story that about discernment. This is what happened. We were in this place. Uh, I don't know why we are sharing so many stories from Malaysia. while well, we have spent a lot of time there. So this person was flown into the country, paid a lot of money to fly this person in to speak. Because we have been to Malaysia so many times. We have spoken in many churches. So we know all these people. They are like friends to us. We go there and there is this mass confusion. And everybody is confused. And we are like what in the world is going on? So this is what happened. This minister was brought into the country. To do this conference. And this minister's Message was. That Jesus is not his real name until and unless you call him by his real name he's not coming back for you we have to bring Torah back into the church we have to do this that and the other you cannot eat this and that and all of a sudden all the churches started taking out the name from the songs Jesus and they stopped saying it and there was this mass confusion so what are you trying to say This all this time for hundreds of years people were saved in his name healed in his name He will deceive us like that? The very foundation of their truth was shaken in three day conference. There was mass confusion. There was no discernment. Just imagine. And these people have been Christians for years. They have established church for years. In three days there was a mass confusion. Churches were broken. Families were tearing apart. And we said what in the world is going on? So one of our friends gave us the book. There was two little books that this person had written. And we started reading it. After every chapter this statement was made. Until and unless you call him by his real name Yeshua. He is not coming back for you. So it's almost like this guilt and condemnation. We are like what in the world? And all of a sudden my husband took the book. And threw it across the room and said. Wow that spirit is so Strong the spirit of deception. Just kind of in three days. The foundation of their faith. Was shaken. If we are not able to discern in this hour. We are in the same danger. Things like that. All these people for years. And they couldn't. What kind of spirit did this minister have? Things Things like this are happening all over all over so I'm sure you guys have seen some things right heard of things yeah so I want to quickly go into you know there's a lot of material here but I just want to go through it quickly so I want to show you a few things very important we're going to look at a couple of things from Jesus ministry from the gospel how did discernment work in his ministry because we are supposed to be like him so he is our great example and uh one of the scriptures that the Lord showed me was from book of Matthew chapter 1 verses 1, 2 to 11 where the devil comes and tries to tempt him and uh, the Bible says that Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil and when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterward he was hungry now when the tempter came to him he said if you are a son of God, command that stones to become bread. And Jesus said to him, it is written, Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And then we go on to see then the devil took him up to the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you are a son of God, throw yourself down for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you and in their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone and Jesus replied and said it is written you shall not tempt the Lord your God and then uh, verse 80 says again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory and he said to him all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me then Jesus said to him away with you satan for it is written you shall worship the lord your god and him only you shall serve then the devil left him and behold angels came and ministered to him so what we see here is the lord was showing me that he was fasting and praying for 40 days and his body was weak but his spirit was strong his spirit was strong that's where the word of the lord came we must learn to put our body in subjection to the spirit of God. It's very very important. We are to strengthen ourselves in the Lord so we can discern the tactics of the enemy. The Lord showed me that there are three areas that the enemy tries to tempt us in: food, protection, and in material things. We all need food, right? And we all like protection and security. And we also like material things. These three things we need every day to function. The word temp means to entice or attempt to entice someone to do or acquire something that they might find attractive. But not to be wrong and not beneficial. Satan wants us to betray our trust in God. He wants to entice us to be unfaithful to God there are so many enticing things coming from all directions towards us every day can food be used in our lives in this hour as an enticement and protection and material things leaders of the world do that you see that in third world countries that's how they control people in these last days these things are going to happen but there is another thing you see here the enemy was also using the Christian words he was taking the word of God and twisting it if we cannot discern we can be deceived right? a lot of times there is church words are used but there are little things that we are not able to discern that's put in there it's almost like every which way we turn we need discernment today and also, the Lord showed me that what Satan was doing here was he had a mocking spirit. He was mocking the Lord. There are many Christians who do that to each other today. They mock each other. Well, if your God is so loving, then why this and, this and the other? If your God is so healing, why are you sick today? How many of you have faced this question? all of us have faced and we do this to each other i have seen this happening in among god's people if we cannot discern basic things like this how are we going to move into the supernatural solid food of the kingdom because we are still acting like children mocking spirit i have seen it over and over among churches among god's people There is a recurring attack and theme in the church to among believers the mocking spirit. We are to encourage and lift each other in times of need, even when we are spiritually weak. You know, this world is already mocking us from all directions. If we do not know our God and we do not know who He is and what He can do, we will be deceived. We will give in to it, we will get discouraged. We will not function properly. We will start doubting. Our God. His love. Who he is. He is a God who provides. So we got to be able to discern. When um, enemy comes in those areas. You know. um, In nations you see. They can give. uh, Free something to people. And change them all around. For certain things. They can give them a plate of food. And change things around. Give them a cell phone. And people buy into it. They don't see the fine lines. What is really going on? Leaders and governments. Can take thousands of people. And use food. Protection. Material things. To turn them around. Are we going to be able to stand up and say. That no. I am not. I am going to trust the Lord. For provision. If he can drop manna from heaven out of thin hair air, then he can sustain you too these are very real things, these are things that are coming in the last days, it's going to be happening, so you be prepared when people come to your door and you have a plate of food, are you able to say father, I have 20 people, that's all I have, the time has come we have been learning all this time but this time has come these things are going to happen so we see in jesus ministry let's look at book of matthew chapter 9 some of the ways that jesus was able to discern it talks about but jesus knowing perceived their thoughts and said why do you think evil in your hearts you know one of the things in the new testament in the gospel That the Lord rebuked very strongly. Was the religious leaders. The leaders who should have known better. The leaders who taught the word of God. He did not rebuke the normal people. But the leaders the most. Almost every single one of them. Did not believe him. So he was able to perceive their thoughts. That's part of discernment. We should be able to perceive. Evil thoughts also. Sometimes it has happened in our ministry. God has shown us what people are thinking. And some Christians when they hear this they are like what is that? That's not of God. But they don't see it. It's right in the scriptures. Jesus was able to perceive their thoughts. He discerned their hearts. What they were thinking. The leaders were more concerned about the traditions. Their tradition was more important than the needs of the people. One thing I have learned going around the world. That people give their hearts to the Lord. In different cultures. Different nations. Different group of people. But there are some traditions. And there are some beliefs. That are not necessarily of God. It, they do not get rid of. So it comes into the church. And it becomes the bondage. And they live in it for years and years. Some of them die in it. So what, is, what was happening during the time of Jesus ministry in the gospels. That the, like my husband explained it very well yesterday. The rabbi's word became more important than the word of God. So all the signs, wonders and miracles. The supernatural that was happening. They could not discern it. They couldn't. Who Jesus was. They, they could not discern it. They were so blinded by their traditions. They were so blinded by their beliefs. Their status in society. But Jesus knew their thoughts. Matthew 12, 24 says, Now when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out demons, except the Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. Now they are talking about demon casting out demons. They couldn't tell that he was operating. Here it is. Which spirit was he operating from? Bible says we got to know. Discerning of spirits. So there are many people today. Talking about supernatural. Sharing all these stories. Are you able to tell? Because you can be deceived. Because you are desperate. Desperate. they can come in and share all these things and get things out of you. Are we able to discern? But Jesus knew their thoughts, Matthew twelve twenty five and said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. It's so amazing. You know, one thing that my mom taught us growing up she used to say, if you put one leg in one boat and the other in the other, what's going to happen? You're going to fall right in the middle. So make your decision today. Who are you going to follow? Are you going to follow the supernatural God? Are you going to follow a charisma of a man? Are you going to follow science wonders, and miracles? Or you're going to follow Christ? Because when you follow God with all of your heart... All these things is added unto you. You will lack of nothing, nothing of the supernatural. So, by His example, the Lord is showing us that we should be able to discern the thoughts. The leaders were so undiscerning they couldn't tell the difference anymore, anymore. The leaders could not discern between the spirit in Jesus and a demonic spirit. Remember, these were the people who were teaching the scriptures. They couldn't. Just imagine the state the people were in. That's what tradition and religious system instituted by men does. It blinds us from the truths of God. God's word and supernatural realm. You know there is a scripture that talks about. Maybe I'll show it to you later. Matthew 15.1 says. Then the scribes and Pharisees were, who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus saying. Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of their elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. Matthew 15.3 says. He answered and said to them. Why do you also transgress the commandment of God? Because of your tradition. The leaders were the ones to teach people the truth. They, they should have known better. Basically they exposed themselves here. That's what they did. By saying. That why. Why. Your disciple transgressed the tradition of the elders. They basically exposed themselves to, to Christ. By their questioning of Jesus they exposed themselves and showed how their tradition had taken the predominant place in their lives rather than the scriptural. We see the gospels. As we see in the gospels Jesus rebuked them often there are many more scriptures like that all over the gospels if you read them I would encourage you to write them down as I am saying it so you can go home and study it Matthew 23:11 says but woe to you scribes and pharisees hypocrites for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against this is the scripture I was talking about against men, for you neither go in yourselves nor do you allow those who are entering to go in my husband explained it again yesterday very well that the leaders had shut the kingdom of God they did not go in they did not believe in the supernatural they couldn't discern how do you expect the people to discern and go in They were, by, by their ignorance they shut the kingdom of God for people but today is a day of breakthrough for you these are the these are the things that the Lord has laid down to make, to make us aware be aware of these things be aware Stand up for yourself. You can discern. You don't have to depend on anybody. You know, you know, I challenge you, discern us. What we are saying this week. Are you asking the Lord? What has been said here yeah, if it is for of Him or not? Are we? Or we are just believing all these crazy stories? No, I, I'm just I'm just being frank with you. Yeah? It's important. That's how we learn. Leaders need greater discernment today. Yes, Jesus. We do not want to miss the signs. That are of the Lord these last days. We are to be equipped by the His spirit. To discern the deeper things of God. And deeper revelation that has been introduced. Been introduced in this hour. We are to encourage people. Lead them to deeper. Dig deeper in the word and allow the Holy Spirit to us and guide us not man made tradition there were very few that recognized Jesus coming let's talk about this one very few that recognized Jesus coming you know these religious leaders the teachers of the scriptures they couldn't even discern his first coming some of the major things that we should have known the only person, there were very few, priest Simeon, prophetess Anna, at least Nicodemus was curious, he came at night. (laughs) (laughs) But majority of them, Elizabeth and her husband Zacharias, parents of John the Baptist, all these stories you can read, vast majority of the leaders did not recognize at all his death, his resurrection, his birth, all the signs, wonders and miracles. They did not. Think about it. Matthew 16, one says, Then the Pharisees and the Sadducees came and testing him asked that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said to them, When it is evening, you say, it will be fair weather for the sky is red. And in the morning it will be far weather today for the sky is red and threatening. Hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of time. A wicked and adulterous generation seeks after the sign. Here it is. And no sign shall be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. And he left them and departed. Jesus had performed so many signs, wonders and miracles among the people and still these leaders did not discern and recognize that it was from heaven this shows us how far the leaders deep in their religious tradition had moved away from the kingdom of heaven and all God had to offer they had missed the greatest signs of their time signs, of, signs in the heavens of his birth his actual birth his ministry, his death, burial and resurrection his ascension Jesus also talks about he said that they were only able to discern the verses 2 3 they were only able to discern the face value of things or what was on the surface not the deeper things of God that's all they were able to discern and many times uh, Pastor Sherman was talking about that how they sought to seize him because they were so frustrated they were so angry now they were ready to kill him that's what does when we move away from the knowledge of God when we are not able to discern it brings anger frustration ready to kill each other we have seen in history many Christians did that to um, to each other John 10.39 said. Therefore they sought again to seize him. But he escaped out of their hand. I'm telling you today. This scripture is for you in the last days. There are times that you are, you are going to be in situations. In these last days. What's coming upon the earth. The scripture is in the bible. So believe in your heart. That God. Will protect you. You will become invisible. Remember that show invisible man. Yeah it's here God wants to use you in that way John seven thirty. therefore they sought to take him but no one laid their hand on him because his hour has not yet come nobody can take your life Jesus life they blame him the Jews took his life no they didn't he laid his life down willingly nobody could touch him so nobody can touch you either in this hour see these are the things that you are going to be functioning in God is going to use you mightily this way John 8 59 said then they took up stones to throw at him but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple going through the midst of them and so passed by he hid himself are we able to hide ourselves in situations today what some of the things that happening in schools and places in America if you are in the middle of situations like that. Are you able to hid yourself? Or stand up and say in Jesus name. That bullet is not going to come out. You are not only going to protect yourself. But all the people around you. Time is coming. We have to teach our people. God wants to use you. In science wonders and miracles like this. In supernatural ways. He wants you to see the danger before it comes. He wants you to be able to discern their hearts. In their lack of discernment, they were ready to commit murder now. Because they wanted to uh, stone him. This is a progression. This is what happens. This shows us how far people can go in religious zeal without discernment. Anger, hatred, bitterness, lust of power, adultery, adultery both and it keeps on getting worse they end up becoming like their father who comes only to steal kill and destroy this is exactly what happens when you are not able to discern the supernatural God and who he is and what he represents Jesus discerned what was in their hearts in the same way we can discern what kind of spirit people are operating from this is This is one of the amazing scriptures. Actually my husband showed me this one day. Power of God was there to heal the leaders. Did you know that? In book of Luke. I want you to write this down. Chapter 5 verse 17. It says. Now it happened on the certain day. As he was teaching. That there were Pharisees. And teachers of the law. Sitting by. Who had come. Out of every town of Galilee. Judea. In Jerusalem, And the power of God was present to heal them. That is the most fascinating statement. They were there. And the power of the Lord. Was there to heal all these leaders. Who were resisting all this time. And coming against him. Wanting to kill him. Not believing the supernatural. Couldn't discern. But they refused power of God was there to heal them and they were from all over we can see here this little miss the opportunity to be healed they were blinded to the power and presence of the Lord there that could not set them free and heal them they were blinded that the power of the Lord was there could have set them free that day the heavenlies could have been open for them That supernatural could have been open to them in a brilliant way. But they refused it. They want nothing to do with it. There is a lot of people like that out there today. Many leaders want nothing to do with the supernatural. But the power of the Lord was there. They were so clouded with their own agenda to prove Jesus wrong. That their hearts were hardened to the point of no return. What makes us think today. That we are any better in a lot of things. We need God like never before. We need discernment like never before. In our lives. Because a lot of things are happening. This is what it looks like. Being deceived. And then later on. I can go on and on. Where they are. Um, they went to the worldly leaders and tried to set Jesus up. Then they were actually ready to pay blood money too. See how it's going, where it's going? That's in, um, actually you can read that. I just want to show you a few more things really quick. Um, Matthew 26, 3 and 4. And they went and talked to the people. In verse 5 it said. Not during the feast. Let there be an uproar among the people. So they were. They were using their cunning ways. With the people. And they said. We cannot do anything during the feast. Because people might you know. Have uproar. Trickery. They were using means of trickery. Fraud. Deceit. Cunning. Guile. That's what it is. Trying to entrap Jesus now they were willing to lie even and in Matthew twenty six fourteen, they tried to pay blood money all these things there is so many scriptures it's amazing what deception can do they missed the most important signs of their time and also interaction of interaction of heaven right before them right before their eyes wide open eyes they missed it all Deception. What we see with the examples here. Deception ultimately leads to death without God. That's the that's final result. The, the religious leaders were not only trying to kill his body. But everything he represented. Everything God is. And all the benefits. So there are many examples we see here. The Lord wants to use us in this hour so we can that we won't be deceived because there are many false Bible talks about prophets and teachers that have gone into the world to deceive people for their own gain. For their own gain, we were in this meeting one day, we're speaking there, and my husband spoke. And then there was this another minister that has been on television all over, he was there. So we just wanted to respect him and be in the meeting to see what he had to say. He shared one scripture. He get, got down of the stage, went to the people. And for the whole time, all he did was ask them for money. He will ask who needs healing today. Okay, this person here is desperate. I need healing today. And he will say, go over to that person. And he will say, why you should give money? so that you can be healed yes for 45 minutes I just sat there on the stage and just grieved because the leaders let it happen one day, two day, three day every night you tell me (laughs) because people of God are desperate they want breakthrough in their lives, they want healing and they are letting themselves used because they don't have discernment because a person comes and shares all these amazing testimonies that does not mean necessarily they are from God they are speaking with the right spirit so this man was there he has been on television he has shared all these testimonies but he was there to use people's emotions twist it and get money that's all he did the whole time we were so grieved in our spirit so we have to be careful we have to be very careful and um, I want to just share a little maybe just few things really quick I want to also talk about discerning the spirit in our, in, fel, in, in our fellow ministers are we able to today Matthew sixteen twenty two says then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him saying Far be it from you Lord This shall not happen to you. 1623 it says, But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan, you are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of man. A great example here that our fellow friends, fellow ministers in ministry, can they have a wrong spirit? They let their human emotions take over? Are we able to discern? Jesus turned around and rebuke him very strongly. Try doing that to your close friend who has been influenced. Get behind me Satan. (laughs) This is so vivid. It can happen. So we got to be able to discern. Our friends can be disabled and influenced. Even ministry friends. It is very important to be able to discern while ministering. Matthew 26 31 says then Jesus said to them all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night for it is written I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered but after I have been raised I will go before you in Galilee in 26:33 it says Peter answered and said to him even if all are made to stumble because of you I will never be made to stumble here again Peter speaks up God just rebuked him he still hasn't got it yeah. here he goes talking about again out of turn Peter said to him, even if I have to die with you I will not deny you wow and so said all the disciples it's only by the grace of God it's only by the grace of God that any of us will respond correctly only by the grace of God And recognize the importance of staying teachable. In his holy presence. Recognize in our weakness. He is our strength. Though disciples spent a lot of time with him. They still had a hard time believing in all Jesus was sharing with them. About the father and his kingdom. The deeper mysteries of his kingdom were new to them. Because the leaders had done such a poor job. Of the teaching, the truth of the scripture. So, G, so as Jesus was sharing the signs, wonders, and miracles, following him must have been overwhelming for the disciples. Dramatic and traumatic, both. Don't you think? Because the leaders have done a poor job. Leading up to his crucifixion, the three hour of darkness, the upheaval in the authority, in the leadership. We in our day are expecting some major events. Concerning our Lord and his kingdom. Are we going to discern correctly? Just like. They were waiting they couldn't discern. Aren't we all waiting for some events? Are we able to discern today? There are people who don't believe. There are healings anymore. There are people who believe that God does not speak today. It was for only for the apostles. There are people who believe that he is not coming back for you. There are people who believe that it's already happened. Make us feel like, what happened to us? Did he just forget us or something? Yeah, Yeah. what happened? Like I, this person argued with me. I couldn't, she kept on making this statement. She's a minister. She kept on making the statements and I couldn't understand what she was trying to say so one day I invited her to my house and I said you know you are making these statements. I don't get what you are trying to say would you explain to me and one of the things was that the Lord has already judged the world in 70 AD so there is no more judgment and I and I'm like what people really believe that see where I come from all this other stuff I didn't know about so to me it was a shock and the Lord is not coming for you it's all a state of mind And I'm like what? (laughs) I was so shocked. And the only reason the Lord had for the Jews to Jesus to be born and for them to kill him. That's what she said. And I'm like what? So what you are trying to tell me. His people didn't get away with it. What makes us think we are get away with all our sin and disobedience his own people children of Israel didn't get away with it makes us think we Gentiles are going to get away with it really he laid his life down nobody killed him God so loved the world these things there are thousands and millions of people there is a person you may have noticed we go to Philippines a lot there is a guy in Mindanao there is a huge church he calls himself Jesus he is the second coming yeah. and he has thousands and thousands of people in his church there are many westerners you can see it on YouTube we have driven by his church yeah. they are following him because he calls himself Jesus what? yes <laughs> these things are happening I know isn't it crazy we are making a light of it. But these things are real. Because people of God don't have discernment. So this person says. And all this millennium and everything has happened. And I'm like. So what happened to us? Did you forget about us? These things are real. It is my heart for you to pay attention. And know what is going around you. There is so much okay quickly couple more scriptures and then I'm going to be done are you trying to are you getting what I'm trying to say it is very important in this, in this hour to be able to discern there's so much I want to share with you but I don't have time to do that because I want you to get it I want you to live here like a sharp 2 a sword in your arsenal and all the doubts be gone and do you be able to see clearly discern clearly some of the scriptures that the bible has given us that we all got to know to test the spirits one of the famous ones is first 1 john 4 1 how many of you know that scripture good job <laughs> beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits whether they are of god because many false prophets have gone out into the world by this you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh yeah. is of God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. Yeah. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. Yes. We all got to we are to test every spirit every time. In one of the school, one of the persons tried to argue with me always talks about the prophets and I'm like so where does the spirit uh, operate from through a human being well there can be a manifestation physical manifestation of the angels and the evil but most of the time it operates through us so if a man and a woman comes you should be able to discern what spirit are they what spirit they're of. And you test every spirit. Every time. Yeah. Some people see something in the room. Or they feel something. And they test it once. And they think oh I don't have to do it again. Because the bible says. The enemy can come as an angel of light. Yeah. So any presence. You get. Or you see something you test. Okay. It's it's in the scriptures. Because the lord wants you to. Yeah. John. John. One four says you are of God little children and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. We are to test every spirit every time not just once in a while. You know people's focus these days are so much on the angels. They want to see angels they come to this meeting they come up for prayer. I just want to see an angel. Why? Why? They're worshiping angels. The Bible—I don't know if I will be able to go through all of them—but the Bible specifically says not to worship angels. Yeah. Do not worship angels. You know, we did this class whole week, so intense, and gave all this information. This person writes and goes, "Can I just have a feather so I can see my show my friends?" And we are like, whole week we taught all these things not to focus on signs, wonders and miracles like that why do you want to show it to your friends a feather it went right over her head you are to focus on the Lord and everything else will follow we can see from the scriptures there are manifestations of the heavenly beings everywhere all through the Bible you follow, you do the right thing and everything will follow Corinthians 2.11 and chapter 11 verse 13 says for such are the false these deceitful workers I can say this transforming themselves into prophets of Christ and no wonder for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light here it is yeah. Colossians 2.18 says let no one cheat you of your reward taking delight in false humility and worship of angels. Intruding into those things which has not been seen. Vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. There are a lot of people like that out there. A lot of people like that. Revelation 19:10 says. And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me. See that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren you have the testimony of Jesus worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy of your brethren so maybe we can say here one of the saints John tried to do that when he saw a heavenly being tried to worship and the angels of the Lord the ministers of the Lord the saints of the Lord will always direct you towards God they will not let you worship them only the other kind will always remember that when you have a visitation when your eyes are open when you are seeing when you are interacting with heaven always remember that because the false angels will not say Jesus Christ has come in the flesh they will refuse to and revelation 22 8 again now I John saw and heard these things and when I heard and saw I fell down to worship before the feet of angel who Showed me these things. Then he said to me. See that you do not do that. For I am your fellow servant. And of your brethren the prophets. And those who had kept the words. Of this book. Worship God. Worship God. Do not worship beings. Do not worship saints. Worship God. Even they will correct you. Shows it's normal to interact with heavenly beings. They even correct us. Looking through the Bible. We see that interaction with heaven was normal. And another example is Joshua. When Joshua asked. Who are you? When he saw this being. This person. In Joshua 5.14. He said to him no. But as the commander of the army of the Lord. I have come now. When Joshua asked. Are you for us or for our adversaries? He said, I'm the commander of the army of the Lord. So it's okay to test. It's okay to talk back and ask. Perfectly normal. Joshua 5.15 says, Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take your sandal off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. And then in amazing story in Zechariah to 8 and it goes all the way to... Um, Zechariah 1-11 to beautiful story this beautiful interaction pictures it's okay to test that's what I'm trying to say and then you see in numbers 22-22 until 22-31 there's about Balaam and his donkey there's an amazing interaction there what was happening he couldn't see because he was doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing the donkey saw it so he got angry and beat up the donkey so what does it do when you are not able to discern when you are in disobedience anger comes frustration comes you are ready to kill now these are things real see it's just an amazing story the donkey says that why are you trying to hit me what did i do right there is so much there is so much in that story And then you also see in the book of Daniel. Amazing interaction with heavenly beings. Gabriel, Michael. And they tried to. When Daniel had this experience. He fell down with no strength in his body. The angels uh, picked him up. They explained to him over and over in simple terms. So it's so normal to have interaction with heaven. So it's okay to uh, talk and ask what is going on. There is so much. And I also want to show you really quick. uh, In Apostle Paul's ministry. How he was able to discern. There is an example. I'm going to quickly say here about. When the angel came and said. In Acts 16.9. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there. Urging him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia, including that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Supernatural vision of men calling them to ministry. Same things can happen in your life. God wants to use you in a certain way. And then later on, I want to also show you that um, they had this amazing ministry they were called they had a vision and then they go to a place and Lydia gets saved do you know in my studies I found out Lydia was the first person to be saved in Europe through her gospel came in Europe isn't that amazing she was at the right place at the right time and after all this amazing ministry I want to show you something this is very important my husband said I can take finish it Time I need, but this is very important. Sometimes we are in ministry, and God does these amazing things, and that's when we let our God down. Because after this story with Lydia, we hear when this girl with the spirit of divination—how many of you remember that? That's in Acts 16:16. As we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune telling she followed paul and us crying out these men are servants of most high god who proclaimed to you the way of salvation and this she kept doing for many days paul having became greatly annoyed turned and said to the spirit i command you in the name of jesus christ to come out of her and it came out that very hour verse 19 says but when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone you're paying attention they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers so what we see here that Paul just had an amazing ministry he saw so many things supernatural encounter Lydia getting saved and all of a sudden the enemy comes those are the times we have to pay attention we cannot let our guard down and Paul was able to discern she was using Christian words She was using part of what she was saying was correct. They were men of God. But there was something not right about the spirit in her. And Paul discerned it and turned around and addressed it. So we have to pay attention. You know I did a study and the spirit in that girl was called Python spirit. the spirit tried to puff them up many times ministers of God this happens to them people will come and try to puff them up and if ministers are not able to discern what is going on they can buy into it they can buy into it and be yeah flattery and they can be deceived and then a pride comes in and they then have to perform and they start acting like they are somebody they are not but Paul discerned the wrong spirit in her. And also. The, I did more studies. We can um, look into that. The spirit of divination. And it, it's connected with witchcraft. It's connected with soothsaying. Palm readers. Do you know there are many people of God. That go to these places. Because they are so desperate. I could say even there is somebody in this room who could be doing that. Because they are so desperate. They are not able to discern. That they stepped into. Introduced themselves to these things. That are not of God. These people can be saying few things that are right. They could be using the church words. I can share with you many stories. About things like that. Mediums. Bible very strongly speak against that. In book of Leviticus 19.31. Chronicles. 1st Chronicles 10.13. Isaiah 8.19. And Acts 19.24. But then also after that happened in Paul's ministry. And we see in Acts 18.9. And the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision. Do not be afraid but go on speaking and do not be silent. For I am with you and no one will attack you to harm you. For I have many in this city who are my people. Acts 23.11 says. The following night the Lord stood by him and said. Take courage. For as you have testified to the facts about me in Jerusalem. So you must testify also in Rome. So we can see from Paul's ministry here. What is going on in the supernatural. Though the enemy tried to come like a python. Twisting. Paul was able to discern and, the, and then later on we see that the Lord appeared to him a couple times and talked to him. Isn't that amazing? And to encourage him. In times like that the Lord is going to come and encourage us. You know supernatural is so much fun. God wants to use you. These things are going to happen in your life. But at the same time have this caution. Be able to discern. Just like the, the Lord has given us guidelines here.
1: You know in this hour
0: also pay attention um, pay attention to technology too It's important to be able to discern God is so faithful I wish you were able to glean A little bit what I was trying to say I went really fast But I just want to encourage you That God wants you to be able to discern the spirits Do not be carried away Ask the Lord He is a faithful father He will show you Discernment is very important and test the spirits every time. God wants to take you to different nations. Different places. To use you. You know, One thing, one of the things for us that we have asked the Lord. Is the Lord in this hour. We need a group of people. The, all the people that we have gotten to speak. All around the world. That you will give us a God squad. That whenever there is a disaster. Yeah. Something happen in the world. That we will be there. Yeah. In a flesh. So get used to each other. So you don't scare yourselves so you can be there and see people get healed saved come to life we want to be the first responders you know god wants to use us in a mighty way there is so much there is so much there is so many testimonies that i want to share but for today it's enough god is so faithful he's speaking to you i can see that his spirit was already is already moving among you right now as i was speaking Things are coming. Alive. Yeah. 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 You know. Because he's speaking to you. He wants to prepare you in this hour. He wants to caution you. But do not be afraid to step out in faith. He wants to open the heavens for you. In a mighty way. So I just want to pray for you right now. And um, just receive. Because the Lord is here to minister to you. If there is any doubts. If there are things that you have... um, done that was not of God you have tried to sort and um, go to places to get answers in your desperation God wants to touch your heart he wants to set you free if you have let men and women that you thought were God's people use you and another thing if you are paid People say that, I'll give you a $100 word. I will give you a $500 word. It's all over. God's people are paying. They're having themselves used like that. And we are wrong. We should know better. And that, there is like um, tainted when you do that. You get slimed with the wrong spirit. God wants to set you free. Don't do things like that. Discern what is going on. We are to grow up. In this hour. Father I thank you for your people. Lord I pray. Lord forgive us today. Forgive us Lord. If we have doubted you. Father. If we have gone to palm readers. Spiritualists. Soothsayers. Forgive us Lord. And we thank you Lord God. For your word. For speaking to us today. And leading us and guiding us. Father I pray that you will bless your children this day. I know they have many questions. Still. But you will answer them. You will give them clarity from your word. I pray. Father I pray that you will touch their hearts right now. And heal them Lord God. If they have been used and they didn't know. If they have made vows with their mouth. That were not of you. Father I pray. And break the power of every word. That was ever spoken against them. And Father I pray. If the leaders have spoken. In churches and said. They cannot do this or do that. They have kept them away. From the kingdom of God. Or if they. If they. Were open to your spirit. And they were seeing things. They were shut down and told. That. God won't show it to you. Who are you? Things like this Lord. I just pray that you will set your people free. Today. And I thank you Father for a breakthrough. I thank you for a breakthrough. In Jesus name. Thank you Lord. That we will go from here. Like double edged sword sharp that we shall not be deceived in Jesus name that you will bring it back into our remembrance of what we have learned. that we will test the spirits every single time thank you Lord thank you Father in Jesus name just take a moment and just stay in that place and just receive from the Lord let the Lord take away those things that is not of him you are worthy you are worthy you are worthy God wants to use you He has the scriptures say so from youngest to the oldest, no male or female no Jew or Gentile whoever is available and willing God is going to use you doesn't matter what your past looks like you are fresh and new today you are cleansed in His blood and we thank you, Father, for that encouragement to your people. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus. Name.